What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Someone gave the 680 interns a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's stupid. Not sure who taught them to use the equipment, but sure, why not? It's time for the Grind Hour. Get a peek behind the scenes here at The Fan from the young aspiring broadcasters who are spying on everything. I mean, what are we going to do? Fire them? It's fun. Look at the fun we're having. Now, let's grind it out. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's the Grind Hour. Hello and welcome back to the Grind Hour. My name is Killa Cam Cobb. I'll be replacing Mr. Sean Cozy today as he is still out in Michigan having a time of his life, hopefully, out there. What's he doing in Michigan? He's doing things. I don't know what the trip was for. I think he just go see family and friends. And he was also in Chicago, from what I understand. To get into it, I got Andrew Lawrence over here. Andrew, how you doing? Doing well, eh? All right, we got sales guy Dylan back again. How are you feeling today, Dylan? Not good. Get, not get close. Yeah, not get good closer. at all. I'm just standing up, so this isn't fun. Yeah, we are. Uh, we are enacting the punishment. That I forgot that he had to do that. I yeah, was, I was he, wondering he why the rain he was as well. Standing. Yeah, he chugged about a quarter of a rain. Check our TikTok coming soon. We're going to be posting that a video, quick little clip of him chugging his rain energy and standing up. During the podcast, this he's, is, he's this not is just himself. one of the dumbest punishments I've ever. Like, well, to give you some perspective, I took the ACT as my fantasy football punishment, actually? and the best you guys could come up with was me standing up, which now I just look like a hunchback whale trying to talk into the mic. No, so this was he, the best that Sanchez could come up. Yeah, with. so here's the thing: so Sanchez picked the punishment, then bailed on the podcast. That, yeah, that is very convenient. Yeah, I. You know what? I'll have to agree with you, but this is what he wished, so we're fulfilling his wishes. Rest in peace. He's not actually dead, just gone from the pod. He's dead to me since he's the one that's making me stand up. That's more than valid. And to finish it off, we got producer American Jay. How we doing, Jay? Doing great, man. Got some uh, golf in this morning and feeling great. Hey, Un- man. Unfortunately, I lost the um challenge for the last episode, so I'm not looking forward to whoever came up with that well, idea, here's- but... Here's the thing, is the punishment was originally a lot worse. He was originally supposed to shotgun a rain energy. Well, he said two rains at first, too, I and was, that's just not going to happen. Not, yeah, I was fine with it not being two. I, I, I thought the shotgun should have still happened, and now he's only standing up for ten minutes instead of the whole episode. I went to bat but, for you, Dylan. They wanted to make. No one they went to bat for me. Do you know how many cups of coffee are in a rain energy drink? <laughs> it's like three hundred milligrams of caffeine. It's, it, it is. That's not coffee. Yeah. Well, I don't even drink. I'm very new to coffee. I'm quite literally two days since my coffee virginity was taken. Well, they wanted you to shotgun two rains, and I said he's going to be having heart palpitations and convulsing on the floor if you make him do that. Listen, so, I would have done it, but at the same time, I fully expect you guys to be able to revive me or resuscitate me in the middle of this studio. But at the same time, I just think these are atrociously bad punishments, but, you know, it's not my place well, to judge. Sanchez has left the podcast, or at least the station, so we will not be having those types of punishments anymore, and hopefully we'll have more creative ones that aren't as you put, terrible. So what's Jay's punishment going to be? Is he have to like sell his golf clubs or something? Well, Who's giving Jay's no, punishment? Sanchez no, no, that's again? that's that's not happening. <laughs> Sanchez is supposed to be giving it, but I texted him and he did not answer. So when it sounds I asked like this might be a group thing. Yeah, we we may have to just come up with it on the spot on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! I kind of want him to jump into a lake. No, if the person wow, what a, what a that won it, punishment. he does not. He, like he is pond. the one that has to come up with the punishment. Oh, I came up There's with the punishment. No, well, you, it, this is not happening because you, you it the, has to be Sanchez that gives you it. You know, up. you know, like the little like water sprayer things in the battery. Sure. 
the, you know the water fountain, about? the big water fountains the kids play Sure, in? but like it sprays up, right? Yeah. You just need to sit on it for like an hour. In all your clothes. <laughs> an hour? You were standing for 10 minutes and I went to bat for you and you want me to sit on it for an hour. <laughs> A little cold water on the bum? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, if you want to trade punishment, it's basically right, a duvet. Right. I'll go out there right, right now it's in these Jim Harbaugh khakis and sit on that I, I bet you would like that. I bet you would. It's 2022, it's brother. This isn't the place to judge. All right, let's 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 bring it back here for a second. We'll get more into that in a little bit here. But first off, I'm going to give you guys the overview. We're going to be giving our 680 The Fan stories of the week, what kind of shenanigans us interns have beginning into. We've got our food rating. You know, we're going to talk about Hooters because when don't well, we And live social, which was abysmal. Oh, my God. Gosh, well, we will jump right into that here in a second. We got my music segment. We got, instead of Matthew's locks, we have got Dylan's dynamite locks of the week. Excited for that one. Who came up with that name? Get on. Dylan himself, actually. Get on. And we've got our Braves recap, of course. We will get back into the um count. Wimbledon, because tennis is happening currently. And last but not least... Most exciting sports experiences. Excuse we've me, had. where's my NHL segment? I always need that. Well, you're gonna pop in and talk about it regardless if I say it here or not. Am I wrong? Fair. Okay. So to get back into this um count though, Jay, twenty six total ums last episode, man. That you, was more than we had combined in the uh, episode before that. Listen, Can you say the second most as well, please, just so people get a understanding of how terrible it was. I had the second most with ten. You're welcome. <laughs> you did save me. I was worried for a little bit, but towards the end of the episode, you went on a rampage. See, we said that I should have doubled ums. I think I should get half the ums because I'm having to do more back here. So right? I'm, I got to I got to manage all the sounds. I got to, you know, look at this soundboard, figure out what's going on. I'm going to back you with one thing, and I still think that you should be on single ums because that's just how it should be. My legs are burning, brother. <laughs> But Five more get minutes. over the, it. The thing I will give you that, that put you over the edge of double ums is the fact that you didn't know the subject we were talking about, so you had to think of it on the spot. It was definitely a couple circumstances that arose that may or may not. But oh, it was still. Yeah, that's but where it they was, came from. But it was still. It was still twenty two, and the next was ten. So I don't. I still can't bat for you. Twenty six. Well, you guys decided to bring up something that was not on the show sheet. It so was. I had to just come up with it. It was, it was on, on the show. show sheet. Yeah, no, you could. It was in the group chat. You could have seen it. We just never told you about it. We didn't verbally speak yeah. to you. I had. You the sh- I always have my show sheet right here, right uh-huh. here in front of me. Uh huh. Because I'm a good producer and I like to keep us on track. Okay, but then if I go through this group chat right here as we speak and I see on the show sheet that topic, the top five topics that you're claiming that we did not put there, what what's going to be your punishment, Jay? That's up to Sanchez. Because I'm looking at it right now. Top five favorite athletes of all time. I think uh, I'm looking right at the picture. I'm looking at your chat. punishment right now, Jay. <laughs> I just looked over at his screen. That is something we may or may not be looking at it right do, now. And I already know it's a male, that male swimsuit. We'll what would you call that? A male it's, swimsuit uh, the, thong? You've seen Borat, right? It's the it's the. Do Bo you rat. want me to be hanging brain all along the office? Listen, Borat's not hanging brain in this picture. Borat is from Kazakhstan, man. He he doesn't have. <laughs> very nice. He's not very, very nice, well endowed. Nice. I would imagine. All right, I'm just spitballing here, but if you want to, you know, I'll I be still happy think the to buy you. idea in the batteries. Wonderful. So anyhow, like I said earlier, Matt is going to have to be choosing the punishment, but. We may have to pitch that one to him and see how he likes it. But we had a total of 50 ums. It's up from 22. I'm going to give us a little bit of slack. It was all from one person. It, it 26 was from Jay. So 24 between the other three people is not terrible. But Fucking awful. All right. Thank you. So moving on, though, because Jay does not seem to be happy about this topic. But food rating, guys. What do we have this week? So yesterday we went to live social? Yeah. No. Or the day before. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday we went to Live Social. So we went to Live Social on Wednesday. It was the first time we went there. And what we wanted to do was expand our horizons. We always go to Hooters because it's free for us. But we were like, let's go to Live Social because our boss has a card for Live Social. At least we thought. Turns out he has gift cards. So he gave us two of them. We expected them to be about $50 each. We were very wrong. It was $11. Scott, if you're hearing this, we still do for, appreciate you. We, oh, yeah, no. We fully, we fully appreciate you giving us the card. And I, I, I want to assume that you didn't know that there was only $11 on both on 
Does Scott listen to this podcast? No, he doesn't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. But there's only we only had eleven dollars off our tab, and we got appetizers and everything, expecting for it all to be paid for. It also took us an hour and thirty minutes to leave the restaurant. It took us about forty minutes to order our food, and we didn't get to order until our appetizer came, which I found very strange. And that took a while for the food to get here. The only good thing about that was Wimbledon was on. And we had Fritz playing, so we were, oh. cheer- we were cheering for our Americans. So it was oh, it was okay because we had something to watch. Mm-hmm. But if there was nothing on, it would have been terrible. I mean, it already was. The food was very good. I thought the burger was great. But if I was going to give it a rating as a full experience, I'd give it a four. Oh, man. Which I think is generous. Yeah. No, I, as a full... As a full experience, I would agree it was about a four. Food, I gave it eight point six. The food was good, and fries was great. Nachos were pretty good too. I think when a Braves game is going to be on later, they might have more staff. They might be better, but for our experience, this it just wasn't. It was lacking. It was. It was. But you know, we went back to Hooters today. To Hooters. (laughs) Hooters shrimp tacos. I had and ate. Me and Dylan freaking throttled. That's not a good word for it. What Are you talking you, about the tater tots? We destroyed tots? those tater tots, man. Yeah. man. Those loaded tots were phenomenal. And the Dylan, you may gobbler. take a seat, sir. Dylan may take a seat. It has been 10 minutes. Hashtag Boy, these puppies are 10 barking. minutes Sanchez. So, those tater tots, they were loaded. <laughs> His arm doesn't have an armrest either. cheese <laughs> and bacon on it. His chair doesn't have an armrest either. It's got one. It's on the left side. That's the oh, chair I usually tough, tough. use. This is ridiculous. Loaded cheese, though, and bacon with some sour cream on top. Dude, fantastic tater tots today, Dylan. The fried pickles are great as well. Uh, it was all good. Uh, I mean, I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> a four? <laughs> hey, hold, on. hold on. Four and a half. That's a terrible wait. rating. Yeah, <laughs> what you it, I'm there's a contradiction can, here. Can, what, can what? I give it an eight. You gave the Hooters girls like a three, five. La- what is up with your about, rating? All right, right here's the deal. Are you the rating Hooters girls five? are just baseline Okay, the one, they're, they're trash. They're trash. Some of the ones today are literally terrible. trash. They're so free. They're boxed. Like that's the best I can. Put. <laughs> Dog water. I'm Bog sorry. Water? They're just terrible. But the food today was a step above. The only problem I had is that so why was it, it took Shorty six months to bring us out the tater tots after she brought out 700 fried pickles. And then by the time our tater tots came out, we couldn't even finish them. Or at least I couldn't. Big girl got to eat. We couldn't finish them before the the food, the main course, came out. There's so much going on at one time, <laughs> and then she just never came back. I mean, I need I need water. I have to drink something, so I need you water. Got your rain. Unfortunately for this Hooters girl, she's catching Gillen's wrath after finally sitting down after ten minutes. Okay, well, what really but rubbed me the wrong way? Can we not say that she was one of the more attractive waitresses at that? No, Hooters. you're right. We cannot say that. We cannot say that. She was she, no, no. I can't believe you just went there. Okay, but we had some conversations while Hooters. Dylan had some million dollar ideas. Ideas. I do, and I just want to, I want to say, drunk ideas are sober thoughts. Yeah, I disagree. It depends. It depends <laughs> the thought. I have never thought to myself, "Yeah, I'm gonna go start running around downtown Athens naked." <laughs> when I was sober. I- you may have not. So that's you might just wait, be wait, wait, more wait, wait, in tune wait. with your masculinity. So that has happened. You can do with that what you want to. I'm not admitting to anything. Okay. He's not. He's not incriminating himself. Is what he's trying to say. Sounds like a wonderful time. He's like, I'm not saying I did it, but if I did do it, if I were to do it, I never would have thought about it when I was sober. Okay. So give me some. Give me some of those ideas. Dylan, Next that we punishment. Hear me theaters. out. Uh, these are just. I'm just spitballing here. These are for the fans. I'm not trying to put this idea on anyone, but I think it's genius. Okay. Amateur hockey, but it's televised. Now, emphasis on amateur. Everyone that is playing in the league doesn't really know how to ice skate. Yeah. So we've had this con. We just had the conversation at Hooters. So at my university, we have that. It's basically just intramural hockey. It's intramural hockey for beginners. And so the fraternities go against each other. And it's the funniest thing to watch. I was explaining a story of one of the guys in my fraternities who got a breakaway and he wasn't able to turn so he could just go straight and he was facing a corner. So on a breakaway, one-on-one against the goalie, he skated into the corner, hit the wall, and fell over. 
You're telling me that you don't want to watch that it on was TV? The, I was I dying laughing for the entire rest of the game, which was probably 40 minutes, and it's the only thing that was on my mind. Imagine you're betting the puck line on one of these games, and the guy can't turn to shoot the puck, <laughs> and he just skates directly into the boards. You're just, like, screaming at the like, TV. That like, is turn! prime turn! television. Listen, prime television. Intramurals are already some of the most entertaining things you're going to see with all the chirping and just people that really would love to relive their glory days of middle school and high school athletics. Oh, yeah. It is. If you put people on ice skates that did not know how to ice skate, that could be one of the best athletic events It is hilarious. Ever. Because I, they fall every time they try to pass the puck, which I'm going to say to hit it. Another example is a guy actually scored. It's a rarity, but he scored. And he was able to skate to the boards, and he wanted to jump into the boards as a celebration. So he flung himself at the boards, not knowing how to control his body, not knowing how to go into the boards. He hit the boards, fell over, smacked the back of his head on the ice. His helmet flew off, and then everyone came over to celebrate with him, and they all fell down on top of him because they didn't know how to stop. Do they go to... Bunch of athletes. What, what do you yeah. do when inevitably nobody scores because they're all terrible at hockey? It's just it's just 0-0. Zero, zero. No, they Usually gotta go someone to a scores. Usually someone to to scores. Because the goalies also don't know how to play goalie. So if you just put the puck on net, Chances are you're gonna score. So every like one out of ten shot opportunities might be on goal. That has to be like one of the worst positions in sports. Would be a goalie in an extremely amateur hockey league. Imagine that. Like pucks are just flying at you, not even like on target. You don't know if it's going in or not. They're not. They're not flying. They're moving five okay. miles per hour. They cannot hit these. Still things. though, imagine somebody put some decent slow motion. On it. Like you, they, you don't know how to block it. You're gonna hit in the. Like well, they, the, the, the school gives puck. you the padding too, and the padding's probably twenty years old, worn by a million different people, so it's filthy. Oh, I thought you said there wasn't any padding. So no, so for the goalies they get some padding, and it's about twenty years old. Uh, for the okay. players they get skates, shin pads, helmets, gloves, and elbow pads, so they don't get pants or chest protectors. So when they fall, it hurts like hell. Mm. Well, I will tell you this much: I can enjoy watching hockey. You would never catch me doing the amateur hockey league. I feel like I'm gonna get my just cut up by those blades on the ground. Just but watching it would be wonderful. Right. Oh, yeah. I Putting pay- money on that would be amazing. I would absolutely love to watch that, and I'm sure they would even make some sports betting out of that. You know, just how many falls are you going to see in this game? Speaking of sports betting, though, Dylan, you got some dynamite locks I've heard. You're right. I do. If I'm being honest, I've done a ton of research today. I really don't know if everyone is worthy of this research because I'm just dishing out free picks here. But... Considering we don't know when this podcast is going to be posted, I'm going to take the initiative to give everyone my mortal lock of the day. Today, Friday, July 8th, my mortal lock of the day is Yankees' first five innings money line. Okay. Max unit, max credit. If it doesn't hit, run on your bookie. So for the people that don't understand sport betting, what, what does that mean? So... It's essentially a first-half bet. Mm-hmm. The Yankees need to be winning. At the end of the fifth inning. Correct. What are the odds? If it's, like, minus 500, that's not much of a No, it's not. Maker. The Yankees' full game money line is only a minus 110, or at least it was this morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. So it's probably close to so it's. I mean, the odds are probably pretty good. I just like the matchup. The, the Red Sox pitcher has an ERA of over 8. He hasn't won a game. The Yankees are pitching. Uh, I don't even know what his name is. It's he's not from here, but he's, he's solid. He's seven and three. He has a low ERA. I think it's just barely a tick over three. So I, I like the matchup. I think it's good. The Yankees plus Judge wasn't in the lineup last night. So if you put Aaron Judge in there, it only takes one home run and, and good pitching. And the Yankees first five hit. Banger. What else you got? Banger. I oh have a parlay that I want to propose. I'm not saying it's going to hit. This is not by any means a mortal lock. But if you're feeling risky, it is Friday. Risk it for this the biscuit. Is, this is the parlay. Tampa Bay Rays money line. Pirates Brewers over 8.5. Dodgers Cubs under 8.5. Phillies money line. Giants Padres over 7.5. It's a five-teamer. I don't know the odds, but I can guarantee you that it's a juicy plus odds. If it hits, we're rich. If it doesn't, like I always say, run on your bookie. Run on him. Run what on is him. the largest parlay you've ever hit? Me personally? How many legs? Uh, eight. 
Holy eight. shit. That's impressive. What sport? Eight, it was a mixture. It was during the time where every sport was playing at the same time because of COVID. Oh. So we had college football, NFL football, obviously always overlap. But then hockey was doing their bubble, and then baseball was also doing their regular COVID season all at the same time. Wow. So I just created a hybrid of all different sports and I, I I didn't put massive locks. Like I didn't I didn't put huge favorites, like minus five hundreds. I was doing some plus odds, some even. I would extend to like a minus two hundred every now and then, but I think it paid out, if I remember correctly, close to a grand, maybe a little bit over. Oh my lord. Oh my. It I was need that money. Unbelievably juicy. And I have some gambling stories from COVID times that I may share at a later date that are just it gets the boys ready to run through a brick wall. Well, but. give us a sneak peek. I would love to hear just I give us a sample. A brick wall. Of this. Okay, so this is during COVID. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The Tampa Bay Lightning were playing the Dallas Stars yes. at one point in time. Yes, they played them in the finals in 2020. Okay, Tampa. It might. I don't know if it was Tampa Bay, but. My roommates and I, me and my my two roommates, we bet max credit. So at this time, our max credit was a thousand dollars. Oh my god! Uh-oh. Okay, I know, I know. Max credit was a thousand dollars. We have a thousand dollars on Dallas Stars money line. Wow. The game starts off in the first period. It's three to zero within the first fifteen minutes of the first period. Me and my roommates are immediately thinking, "Oh my god." But everyone is mad. All my roommates are mad. Their girlfriends at the time are over at our apartment. They're mad that we're wagering this amount of money. So I had to clear my head. So I went over to my girlfriend's house, and I was like, I don't want to talk about sports. Let's just put on a movie. Let me get some Skittles. Make things better. Yeah. 30 minutes go by after I get to my girlfriend's house at the time. I get a text from my roommate. He says, are you watching the game? I texted him back. I said, why the hell would I be watching this? We just basically pissed $1,000 down the drain. He said, you need to check the score. It was 3-2. So I'm thinking, okay, we have a shot, but by this time, it's second intermission. You have one period to score two goals and hold them because we had um, full time, not overtime included. So if they would have gone overtime, we would have been screwed, even even if they did win. It was $1,000. It was 1000 to win nine something 925 but what was the bet what was the bet what we had dallas line? stars money line Dallas. Yes. okay money line got you i am not kidding you i turned on the tv and within the first six minutes of the third period the dallas stars scored four goals in a row four goals in a row the score was six to three I'm losing my mind. I'm damn near ready to chest bump my girlfriend into oblivion. I'm so hyped up. <laughs> I left her house. I sprinted back to my apartment. I get upstairs, and my roommates are sh- – they're, first of all, they're shirtless. They're standing <laughs> – they're shirtless. They're standing on the couches. They're screaming. Their girlfriends are all pissed off because we're making a huge scene. And we're like, we have to hold this lead. There's still a ton of time to play. They scored three goals in ten minutes. They can do it again. Mm-hmm. The Stars go on to score two more goals. <laughs> it was 8-3, to three, the final score. And when I tell you, I was fully prepared to kiss my roommates right on the lips <laughs> from the comeback that we had from that bet. I I have never felt that Ooh. level of joy. The top three levels of joy I've felt in my life are the Braves winning the World Series. Easily. Duvall hitting a grand slam in Game 5 of the World Series, which I was at. Oh, that must have been fun. And then those three levels of joy will not beat out the birth of my first child. And that's just a fact. But what's even better about it is that we took the money we won, and the next day may or may not have had too many beverages responsibly, and we just lost it on, like, women's tennis or some stupid (laughs) shit. So we sweat all of that out, but it's a good comeback story. So every time, my friends, we have a big parlay going or a big straight bet, we'll think back to that day. And tell each other, you know what? Anything is possible. You have Bang! to you, you have to dream it. You have to dream it and believe it. And next thing you know, you just go, pow! You go right through the door. 
You go right through the door and you win your bet. Jay, clip that. We're clipping <laughs> that. That whatever sound you just made. Who's who's running through a wall right now? Because I am. I, I'm about ready to run through that wall right behind us. You're welcome for that. If you guys don't go straight to the gym after this, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's why you gotta love sports betting. It's gonna be the worst moments of your life at times. But damn, when your bet hits, nobody can tell you shit. Am I right, Dylan? You're preaching to the choir. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I've been known this. That just got me fired up. I'm about to put it together a fire part away here in, a, in about an hour or so. But anyways, thank you for that amazing story. That just got me going. But guys, we had a hell of a week at 680 The Fan. Me we and did. Dylan and Matt Money Sanchez went up to the Motorcars of Atlanta on Wednesday, on Matt's last day. You and Dylan did that. I didn't do that. I said, and, no, I said Dylan, didn't I? Okay, yeah. me, Andrew, and Matt Money Sanchez went up to Motorcars in Atlanta on Thursday. Was I not or here Wednesday. to work that? Wednesday, I'm getting my stories through. Do you now. want me to say the story? No, not really. I just, all I've got to say what is What was we the saw occasion cool, for this? They were doing some sort of uh, deal because they're doing a casino, casino night coming up oh, in November. And the only thing I really had to add to the story was there. we saw some really cool cars. There was a Lotus there, a bunch of Lamborghinis, Aston Martins, Porsches, Koenigseggs, which were really cool, Whoa. McLarens. It was, there Whoa. was everything there. And it was just a really cool space and a really cool thing to be a part of because our boss was mentioning this is how things form. This is how these events go. You start off with this idea. You meet people. You talk to people. You network. You network. And then from there, you can make your idea a reality and this was the event isn't until a lot later i believe november so he just wanted to give us an experience of showing how things start off and where they can go after that yeah it was only it was a pretty quick meeting too we were only there for maybe 30 ish minutes give or take but it's fun to look at some cool cars listen in on their conversations as interns we're trying to soak up as much as we possibly can while we're here so great experience 10 out of 10 but for any of you Cozy fans, he will be back starting this next episode. He's been gone like we were talking about earlier, so just hold your horses. He's I'll be gone back. next week. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Andrew will be gone, unfortunately. I got to pee so bad <laughs> Do you want this you, rain. If you need to go take, take it, just take it, dude. We'll hold off. Nobody's going to miss you. Oh. Well, I was you, you've given far, our run through the wall speech. You're good. You've done everything While you I'm can. seeing a man. No, I've just got to pee, but... While I'm peeing, I'm going to think of another story that I can finish the podcast with to get people ready to run through another brick wall so that if there's any time when they're down, they can just listen to this episode and think, oh, my God, I can take on the world. We're okay. changing lives here. Give me give me three and a half minutes. We'll give you tr as much time as you need, Dylan. Uh, but He's on the clock. <laughs> we're we're going to time him. So we're going to jump. Stop what just started. How about we jump into the Braves here real quick, guys, because – what this a series. I mean, great. You know, Braves win the series 3-1. We're not going to sit here and pout too much about yesterday, but awful base running yesterday. Could not get out of our own way. It's a very winnable game. We should have swept the Cardinals, but we're going to take a 3-1 lead. But what do you got, Jay? What did you think about yesterday? You just hate to see a pitcher strike out the first nine batters of a game. He was incredible that game. Go Goodness. six scoreless. This is Strider, by the way. Yeah, Spencer Strider was on the mound yesterday. And it's just disappointing when you have that good of a pitching performance and you can't capitalize on it. But, you know, the Braves are still, I guess we're 26-8 and eight over our last 34. Are we so, still two and a half games back or are we three and a half now? Three and a half I made now. it three and a half yesterday. Okay. So... It's okay. At the end of the day, it's all right. We got the Nationals in town now. Should sweep them. Expect a sweep. If we don't, it's a bit of a disappointment. But you know, the Braves are the Braves are still the Braves. I'm not concerned at all. The Mets are going to Met. The Braves are going to Braves, and we are going to make all of the New York Mets fans very sad people. And we are going to get our what it would be would it be six straight division titles this year? Five or six. Yeah. One of those two, I believe. So we started Acuna's first year was when we started the streaks. So that was 2018. And then 2019, 2020. Yep. So this would be the fifth straight year if we can win the division. We are on a four streak at the moment. The and electric. It would be more than electric. I'm very excited to see. You know, we, we always get it going after All-Star break, too. You never see the best Braves baseball 
until after All Star break. So to see us, well, it's hard to get much better than what they're doing right now. It is that's, pretty dang tough to be better than this. And that's what I'm saying, though. We're not even really hitting our stride. I feel like yet we're winning games. We're finding a way to win games. But we're not playing our best baseball yet. It's really a matter of when Ozzy comes back. If mm-hmm. he is still Ozzy, I don't really know how you. I I really don't think you're going to find a better team in the league um, because nobody has the top to bottom lineup that everybody can go yard um, 20 plus times in a season like the Braves do. I couldn't agree more. The, the amount of power you see in this lineup on a given night, even when we don't even have our guys there, you know, it's we, we got people sitting out. We still got that power. Well, it's Just exciting to dingers. see. It's yeah. exciting to see from the beginning of the season where the Braves were. Not being able to put three games in a row, and now they're just on fire to see that difference. And at the beginning of the season, like we heard in the radio station all the time, like no one thought there was even a chance of winning the World Series again and going back to back. But how the Braves are playing now, hell yeah, there's a chance. You gotta beat the Yankees, but hell yeah, there's a chance. Gotta oh, we gotta get Yankees. gotta get yeah. past a lot more than that. Before. Well, yes, yeah. you do. But I use the Yankees because they are rolling through the MLB right now. They are now. the best team in in the league right now. Easily, we'll say that it's not really close. But the Braves, when the Braves are playing as well as they can. They're as good as anybody. Sales guy Dylan has 15 seconds to get back here, by the way. He'll he'll race it out. Actually, no, I bet you're taking this sweet time in there. 10 but seconds. He's probably fixing so, his hair. To wrap up that segment, we all know Strider is a god. Five seconds. Got the Nationals, like Jay was saying, coming up this weekend. I'm gonna and that is game. time. I will be at the game tonight. So oh, excited to see are that. you? I, I will am. also be at the game tonight. Hey, no way. You sitting in 680 seats? Uh, I am not, actually. I... Okay was offered seats last night at like nine o'clock my buddy uh, that I go to school with called me and said that he had seats right behind home plate and oh you're sitting in those seats apparently so I, I expect am, to see you on the TV tonight I'm pretty hyped you might see me I don't know how close or how far behind we are to home plate but he I believe it's true as club so I'm big balling out here well I thought I was gonna have a good time but it sounds yeah. like you're gonna beat it. Sales guy Dylan just sent a text in the group chat, in the interns group chat. Wow, I may have broken the lock to the door in the bathroom. Can't make this up. Oh, so that might, explains why he's late. It might be a minute for Dylan. <laughs> we hope to get him back sometime this episode. We'll, we'll get an update. I mean, here. I broke something in that bathroom too. We'll get an update soon. I'm left. sure. But you know, that's one of the things that I think is underrated about this place. What a fantastic bathroom we have in it there. It is a wonderful bathroom. A phenomenal bathroom. But I keep breaking great. stuff in there, and now Dylan's breaking stuff. How do you Wait, break you stuff break? in a bathroom? So I... Mm, <laughs> Are you about to incriminate yourself? No, no, it's just a really stupid story with my brain. Basically, I went in there to go to the bathroom, and I thought there was this flush thing on the side, and it was an automatic flush. There is a button. There is... So I... I don't know, man. So there was this little square thing on the side, and I thought that's what it would be to flush the toilet. Mm-hmm. So I decided to kick it. Why would you kick it? Because I didn't want to put my hands on it because it's gross. That's what you wash your hands for. Yeah, that's. I know, but I still reason. don't want to touch it. I still, I, I still don't want to touch it. That's the end of the story. I don't want to touch it. So I decided to kick it. And but like, did you lightly kick it or did you like? I kicked kick it. it. I, I, I wanted to kick it. That is. Ridiculous. You, and you're blaming your. What, what did you say? You said your. This is a brain. And brain. Story? Uh, yes, I'm. I'm. Bl- I'm blaming my brain for n- not understanding that that wasn't what it was to flush the toilet. Wow. All right. So uh, I'm not done yet. I'm not done. Okay. Well, so I kicked it, and immediately after kicking it, this metal thing fell off, made a huge noise in the bathroom. I tried to put it back on. It wasn't doing it. And so then I, you walked out, and David Dickey was just staring at you. Precisely. Wait, actually? No. Oh. <laughs> that Goodness. sounds like a worse nightmare. Dude. Yeah. The Well, he doesn't necessarily own this building, though. I Still, mean, I feel like breaking the, the bathroom that the company uses it wasn't right that in bad. front of like, the owner would whoever, probably not be the guy look, that fixed yeah. the bathroom could definitely fix it. Like, it wasn't something where it's going to be a huge fix. It's a, oh, this fell off. Let me fix it. Like, it's not. Yeah. Well, wow. not a great look. It wasn't a good look by any means. You're here to tell the story, so at least you didn't get maybe caught? Did you I tell did anybody? I did not. No. Uh, yeah, I, I told the people. I told Sean. I told Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. Okay. Right, because Sean's going to help solve that issue, right? He just laughed at me. Okay, well, anyways, I'm just going to go into my music segment here. <laughs> so, 
I did lie on the last episode, guys. I do. I'm going to go ahead and publicly apologize for this. B.O.B. is not dropping a song today. I don't know where I saw that information from, but he's not dropping better than drugs today. Ridiculous. I wish I would know when it's coming out, but I actually ran out of time to research that. So I am going to talk about the music I did listen to today that came out within this week. So Kid Cudi dropped a song called Love. Beautiful production. It's your classic Cuddy song. It's going to get you in the mood to just hang out, vibe. Lyrics are freaking. They get you feeling the way, man. Pretty sad. They make it's, you run through a brick wall just no, like sales guy no, no, Dylan did after his sports betting bet. No, I am going through. Well, quite different, actually. It's more uh, like, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm going to think about life here for a minute. It's not sad. They make you sad. It's not sad, but it's it's thoughtful. So basically what I'm hearing is when you hear Dylan's segment, if you want to come down off of that adrenaline, you got to listen to the song, mellow yourself out again. Sure, yeah, that's the way we'll say it. But it, I gave it a nine. Run by Killer Mike came out today featuring Young Thug. Okay, production. I thought Thug carried the song. You know, he's in jail, though, so free him so he can make some bangers still. But 6.4. Oh, thought Dylan, Dylan has come through the office doors. Thank goodness he is alive. Am we'll I the, the only person Am I the only person that really doesn't listen to much new music? I never listen to mu- new music. I listen to oldies. Same. Can I be completely honest with y'all? Yeah. The only reason I listen to new music now... Is, for this segment? Oh, yeah. Okay. That that's I'm doing this for the people. So whoever does appreciate and like this segment, I'm doing this for you guys. I love it, man. It's I wonderful. appreciate that. So to continue, live life, die faster. It's got Kodak in it. I did not write down the actual artist for some reason, but I'll get back to that. Solid chorus and vibe, 7.3. Chris Brown dropped a whole new album. Not listening to it, but I listen uh, the whole thing, I would say. Chris Brown drops big albums. Not a big fan of his albums all listen to the bangers though which the ones i did listen to today possessive pretty solid and psychic featuring jack harlow i'd give it a listen if i were you guys banger thank you no moss this is the last song i'm gonna talk about this is one of the last two songs no moss it's by murder beats featuring quavo pharrell j balvin and anita if you're into a little bit of spanglish music a little mixture of spanish and english highly recommend good crossover Quavo had it going. Jay Balvin had it going. Pharrell, great producing. Great song. Would listen to again. You'd probably hear it on a Latin night somewhere in Atlanta. Gave it an eight. And the last one I'm going to talk about today, you know we all love Pitbull in this studio. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. He dropped He dropped, uh, He dropped. Cafe Con Leche, which if you're not a Spanish speaker, means coffee with milk. Very confused by it. Great club pop. I played it to in the car on the way to Hooters today. On the way back. Gets the people going. Gave it an 8-7. And Here's you know what? Going. Sorry, the last one I am actually going to talk about. Eminem and like Snoop dropped songs? a song today called From the D to the LBC. It's a very mid song. Pretty disappointed. The hell is the LBC? I, I, I was trying to figure that out too because the D is definitely Detroit. Latin yeah, Bureau Detroit. Club. To the LBC. I could do the what now? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like something maybe in California because Long Beach, California. from obviously the L.A. area. Oh, yeah. Long, Long Beach, Beach. That's La- Laguna so, Beach, so not Latin. Thank goodness Beach Dylan Club reappeared because without that we would have. Well, Dylan, like some idiots. Bathroom story. What the hell happened? Oh my God. Please. Okay, so I ran into the bathroom really quick, and there was a guy. So there's three urinals, right? There was a guy. I in, think there's two urinals. There's no, two. I didn't go to the one up here. I went to the one downstairs. You went downstairs to go to the bathroom. Well, break. yeah. Every time I go up here in the morning, it's freaking locked. Wait, Are really? you kidding me? By the yeah. time you get here? When I get here in the morning, it's usually locked. Huh. But anyway, I went downstairs. News to me. There's three urinals and two stalls. So there was a guy in the middle urinal, and obviously bro code, you don't just roll up on a dude and pee in the, in the urinal next to him. Correct. So I went to the no, stall. No, you double, double cross. I'm not sword fighting in, in, <laughs> in the office. I uh, went into the stall, and natural it's just natural habit to lock the door, even if you're peeing, I guess, in the stall. Like, it's just privacy. But I guess I hit the little, like, rotator lock a little too hard, and it, like, overextended, and I couldn't get it undone. So I'm standing there. I still haven't peed yet, trying to unlock the door. While Wait, this were you guy, locked in there? Yes. <laughs> and it took me probably a solid five minutes just to get the thing unlocked. And then once the door got open, I beat and then left. But I was just thinking to myself, 
you can't make this up. I'm going to die in a urinal I, or a stall. I While we're waiting really have never heard of anybody locking themselves in a bathroom stall before. Well, I have another I have another lock in a bathroom story. On my way back from formal this past year Is in this New a Orleans, common thing for you like locking yourself in This is the second time it's happened. Bathroom stalls? You yes. Need to stay away this from is bathroom the second stalls. Time it's happened. <laughs> so Just pee outside, man. In New Orleans or on the way back from New Orleans, I, there was a bathroom on the back of the bus and I went I was so hungover, I was just miserable that I needed to go to the bathroom on the bus. And I went and I closed the door and I did my thing. I saw a man about a dog, if you will. But the <laughs> door, the lock completely broke off the door. So Wait. there was no way for me to just. So do you climb underneath? You can't. It's, you a, can't. it's in a bus. It's, it's in a bus. Oh, it was a bus one. Yeah. Please tell me you're not the guy that drops a dookie. That's a hundred dollar final junior bus. team. You get no, I am that guy. Time. It doesn't just—it's not a porta potty. It you can stinks up you, the it whole stinks bus. Up the entire, there's a reason. Dude, I, it's a double-decker bus. Eighteen-hour bus rides. If a single person took a shit on that goddamn bus, they were getting fined a thousand bucks. If it's an eighteen-hour one, they're getting fined a hundred bucks six hours or less. Yeah, but you're also and on the bus for eighteen hours. How do you yeah. not get somebody it is to junior, take a dump? No, you wait and you hold it until we have to either fill up or we eat, because you are not ruining the bus trip for everyone else. I don't care. I don't know if I could actually give less of a shit. Only one no time, only one time has someone done it because they truly couldn't. Hundred fifty bucks that person paid the next court. Yeah, but then what happens when somebody takes a dump in their pants, man? Are you gonna sit there Look, and get, be like, oh yeah, good one? Away. On this same bus, that'll be worse. On this same bus, on the way to someone threw up on the aisle. So it's not like we're sitting in luxury, all right? <laughs> I've got somebody yakking on the aisle. People are <laughs> pissed drunk the whole ride. The, the least of everyone's concerns is me taking a, a dump in the bathroom in the back of the bus. First of all, if you sit in the back of the bus, for, that, that's your own fault. That's your own problem. That's where you want to sit. Why? There's a whole-ass bathroom in the back of the bus. Who wants to because, voluntarily sit next to a bathroom? Because you're close to the bathroom, and it's expected of you to not take drop a, a deuce in the bus bathroom. That is wrong. No, yeah, I'm kind of with Dylan. I never sat in the back of the Who bus. Who cares? It wasn't for those if, reasons, there, if there's, not, if Jay, there's a what bathroom, what is wrong with these people? This is this, this is, is unbelievable. This, not, I've never, I have look, never I'm heard just of built anybody. Different. I'm built different. I'm not saying you have. Plus, I'm not those saying bathrooms you should, are disgusting. I'm sorry, Cam. To every bathroom you. is it's okay. Disgusting. Those ones are way worse because you're. Dry, it's like a, on an airplane stall because you're moving around. You can't aim your stream straight. I'm not saying. I'm not. Well, I was I was sitting down. I was taking a dump. Yeah, <laughs> on a whole pissed toilet seat. No, that no, that's not what happened. In a bus bathroom, there is a seat. For dumping, and then there is a urinal. You must peeing. be on a fancy bus because mine never got that. Charter Jay, buses. Did your, did, yeah, charter buses. Yeah, I've been on many charter buses. Jay's, have yours had that? You're saying there was a urinal. This is like a port the There's bus like, You know, like when you're it's in a porta potty, potty, they've got a little thing that you pee in, and then there's the seat. I've yeah. never had that on my I bus. Know what you're yeah, no, about. yeah, that was on the bus. I, I've never had that. I've on never my been bus. on a charter bus just to have pee one. All over the I'm on a charter bus like every week. Also, who, if they're riding on a bus, even makes the attempt to try to pee while it's moving. You're just asking to pee all over yourself. Okay. That's a risk I'm willing to take three. It's a uh, lot of risk you're willing to take, apparently. I just don't care. If there's a bathroom, it's made for peeing and pooping. I don't know why people are afraid to do that. Well, this has been a fantastic segment, but (laughs) I do think we should move on. So just get it over with, Andrew. We know you want to NHL. Here we go. Okay, so the NHL draft was last night. It was a very interesting one, to say the least. So I'm going to start off with a trade that happened. It was around the fourth pick, I believe. The Chicago Blackhawks traded Kirby Dock, which was their 2019 third overall pick. And he also captained Team Canada in World Juniors. Great player for Montreal's 13th and 66th pick. But they drafted for in their... Can you mute my mic? My mic? No, I was just slowly... Uh, because we do slowly not Slowly turning the volume down. You're... Uh, you get you get twenty seconds. I'm gonna need give me th- give me five. Three You're minutes, on the clock already. You're already on the clock. Three minutes. Three minutes. So he got tr- so thir- the thirteenth overall pick ended up being U.S. National Development Program. Great player, but I don't know if it's gonna be worth trading Doc over. So it was very interesting. Habs fans 
fans can be very happy about it. Latang, my favorite player, signed a six-year deal with worth $36.6 million with the Penguins, which is interesting because by the time that deal's up, he's going to be 41 years of age. So I don't know why we signed him for that long. I'm glad because he's my favorite player, but for the team's purpose, it's a little strange. Plus, we have to sign up getting Malkin, which is going to be another 36 or more million dollar contract over however many years. Shane Wright, this was the real interesting story of the draft. He was the first overall prospect for about five years now. Everyone knew who he was. He played for the Domino's Flyers, the GTHL, a long time ago. And everyone knew by 2022 he'd be the first overall pick. That did not happen. First overall pick was Juraj Slavkovsky, who played in the Slovak Professional League. And his numbers did not stand out. So I was a little confused by it. He had a very good Olympic showing, but I don't know why he went number one. Shane Wright dropped all the way down to number four. Everyone's super confused about this. It's kind of like what the, the producers of the NHL or the broadcasters of the NHL were explaining that it was kind of like what happened to Aaron Rodgers, where he just kept falling. Now, uh, it's not to the same extent, but that's how they explained it. So from my, from my understanding, this is the way I would explain it to like maybe an NBA fan. It would have been like if Zion didn't go number one. Yeah, instead, that's exactly like Cam Reddish like. did instead. But Zion, but Zion dropped all the way down to four. Mm-hmm. And Zion dropped, yeah, outside so of. So it was the... just it was just very confusing. So no one expected that. No one understood why he dropped to number four. But that's what happened in the NHL. Very interesting day yesterday. The draft's still going on today. Hoping one of my friends gets drafted, but has not yet. So still have hope for that. That was good. That was good timing. I'm very proud of you. Breaking I try to make news. that very quickly. I have breaking news. Do it. Breaking news. There's we got breaking news. There is a report that Miami, Georgia, Liberty University, Arizona State, and Iowa State are all discussing to break off and form their own conference purely based on academics and current financial status, and they will be naming the conference Ligma. <laughs> You're welcome. That's your joke of the day. I am so glad you wasted our time with that. <laughs> you know, like you had Kapow! me until you. <laughs> I had to rush through my NHL segment in three minutes when it probably could have been a ten-minute segment, and we just had that. That well, was first highly of all, talking more... will never be a ten-minute segment on this show. Yeah. I am sorry. That was highly more entertaining than listening to the hockey segment. I'm sorry. You had me going until you said Georgia, and I was like, all right, this is not fucking happening. Where is he going with this? You also just picked schools that really, Liberty. aside from Georgia, do not have very good. Academic. Liberty does not. Is not I, if I'm being honest, I'm just reading school. a tweet that I saw. I thought it was funny, so I decided to share it with the gang. Uh, you know I mean, what? That was pretty funny. It well, was a dub. I'll, I'll give it to you. That was a dub. I, you had me captivated. I, I think that moves us on to our Let's, favorite sports memories. Eh? No, 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 no. no, no. Let's talk some no. tennis, man. Tennis. It's Wimbledon time. I would love to hear about we'll some talk Wimbledon. About tennis, I, I, I am so upset mm-hmm. with the way that everything just played out with Nadal. Yeah. After battling Taylor Fritz for five sets, beating him in a tie break in the fifth set, and then the next day he decides, uh, I'm too injured. I'm done. So here's my take on that because people think why not just drop out when you're playing Fritz because it would make sense. You know, why win to just not play again? But the thing is, Nadal did beat Fritz, so I don't think Fritz did deserve to move on. Now, it would have been interesting to see – Fritz play in the semifinals against Kyrgios, however you pronounce his name. Uh huh. But he's not deserved. Deserved. Like Nadal beat him. Yeah, I'm not really as mad at Nadal as everybody else is. It seems like he already had the abdominal injury and he was playing through it, and then he mm-hmm. actually ended up tearing it. Well, his dad was telling the game, telling him to quit mid game. Yeah, no. I'm just very upset with the whole situation because Nadal has been my favorite tennis player my entire life. Right. But it's different when you watch an American finally get to the point where they're in contention for a major and then the guy that beats him just says okay i can't play anymore it was almost like the game it was for, it's almost like it was for nothing there was no reason it, to play I, the there game was no today. reason yeah. for yeah. it there's yeah. no yeah. reason to play the game i i can understand that but i would i'm i'm not saying you are but i'm not mad at nadal for it obviously it's just really unfortunate circumstances obviously if he thinks he's that injured and doesn't go against fritz we're watching him play today there's just no way that it could have gotten that much worse over the span of him sleeping for a night. So why, if you know, you know what, I can't go on after this match. I'm way too beat up. Why would you not just say, all right, I'll retire and I'll let this guy go play? Because Taylor Fritz had not dropped a set in the entire tournament up until that match. 
and he's playing one of the best players of all time, and he gets punished for it. Yeah. You know, I completely agree with you. But Very at the same, like, he did still lose. He, he lost. He did still lose. He did lose. To a guy who had an abdominal tear, I'm going to give it to Nadal for actually pushing through and winning that. It's just the circumstance around him beating him. If that was a championship match and he fought through the injury, heck of a story. Instead, he cost it, it, Fritz a spot in the semis. It does beg the question of after the very first game, when you knew that you had that, when you knew that it might be an issue, because oh. he knew it was an issue going into Wimbledon. He played that first game. He was in pain that first game. Why continue after that first game? Well, he right. almost didn't even play in the tournament. And yeah, I respect saying. I respect somebody playing through an injury. And as I've mentioned, Nadal is my favorite player of all time. But this has really frustrated me because, first of all, think about how much money the tournament loses because of this. Yeah, because there's so a whole much. match that isn't played. Those tickets. Well, not even just a match. Those tickets, semifinal match. Yeah. a semifinal. Yeah, those tickets that they sell for that, I'm pretty sure that it was going to be on center court. It's like two thousand dollars just to get in. Well, and you have Kyrgios, who everyone would want Nadal to absolutely destroy. Oh, Kyrgios is Kyrgios is a jerk. Everyone yeah. wants to see Nadal beat him. Public enemy number so one. So it's it's a moment. game that would be highly touted to watch because of the drama coming into it with everyone wanting Kyrgios yeah. to lose. Yeah. I mean, and now right. be and Nadal being that guy. Yeah, you're right. But saw Djokovic win earlier today, three one. He was dominant. dominant. I think hey, he's dominant. Nobody's gonna beat him, man. Yeah, he's, I think he's about to win another one. He's unbelievable. He just keeps getting better too. All of these other guys that have been playing for years and years start to tail off at some point, and he just doesn't. He I mean, he hasn't lost a Wimbledon match, and what what was the stat we were seeing? Like over fourteen hundred days. I know it was canceled in twenty twenty, and was it canceled in twenty twenty one? Also, I can't remember. Uh, they played it last year. Yeah, so I mean, besides twenty twenty, that means he's won it four years, and the last four times Wimbledon has been played, he's won it. He hasn't lost a Wimbledon match in five years. That's, That's insane. That is ridiculous. That's dominant right there, man. He's a beast. Yeah. I mean, he is a little asshole, and I'm just pissed that we don't get to keep seeing Taylor Fritz's girlfriend between sets. So Ooh, she was a smoke. Fine. It's unreal. It's Very ab- absolutely unreal. You just got to put G's in the chat for my she boy Taylor Fritz. Smoke. I mean, that right there will boost your TV ratings like no other. Let me tell you, I think tennis players by far have the best looking wives and girlfriends. Well, yeah, because almost none of them are from here. They're all foreign. It's hang on, hang on now. Hang on I, think, now. I think Fritz's girlfriend's American. Hey, she is she American, is American yeah. but so is he. Well, yeah, I, was like, no, I think I'm pretty sure I she is. About, I wasn't talking about Fritz. He said tennis girlfriends are, and I was like, well, yeah. Oh, I guess just in general, are yeah. Foreign. yeah. NASCAR. NASCAR's a sleeper. Formula yeah, One's but, up there. But those are all American chicks, though. Well, what do you want, some Russian girl that can just... Has the shoulders of a man. Listen, I dated. I, I dated a European for two and a half years. That's hot. It's just. It's <laughs> just the same. It's just a person. It's just where they're from. I know. We're it's not that big of a Hooter deal. story today. That was my bar. That story. was. That has to be the most uncoordinated and abrupt segue I have ever heard in no, my okay. entire I life. I explained it. Mid sentence. I, I am back it. here talking <laughs> mid sentence, <laughs> and then you just yell out Hooters story. I explained it to Scott today. He thought it was hilarious. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But there is a time and a place and a transition. This is this is a free for all out here for Andrew right now. <laughs> Make us listen to hockey for three minutes, and then wants to just talk about some like random a story. Segment. Just. Jay, finish your thought, please. I don't <laughs> even remember he... at this point. I'm so exasperated <laughs> with like the whole situation. The story. Okay. So, Hooters, we got to pay tips. So, I come in with my $20 bill and I go up to the bartender trying to get two fives or ten so we can tip properly. The bartender comes up to me and she, she thinks I'm Greek. So, she asks me, Oh, are you Greek? And for the people that don't know what I look like, I have more a tan skin tone, mm-hmm. olive skin tone. Correct. He's a white. <laughs> so, she goes, Are you Greek? I'm like, No, I'm white. And she's like, "You're you're a white boy," and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a white boy, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. And she's like, "You're not a white boy." And she turns to the person next to me and she goes, "That's a white boy." Because guy sitting next to me was white. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay." And she's like, "Are you sure you know where you're from?" I'm like, "Well, my dad's from Texas, my grandpa's from Texas, and my great grandpa's from Ireland." So she'd be even more confused if I said I was Irish. Yeah. So just. 
got profiled, I guess. But it's very funny. Goes both ways, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not jump into that conversation. We're not going to open up that can yeah, of worms. But anyhow, anyhow, I wanted you guys to talk about today your most exciting sports experience we've had. I'm actually going to go first this time. Dylan, you're going to love this one. I went to the 2017 Iron Bowl in Jordan-Hare Stadium where Auburn mm. beat Bama 26-14 to isn't win the SEC West. Isn't it Jordan-Hare? It depends. Technically. I mean, it depends the way you pronounce it. I say Jordan Hare. If you're People from Montgomery, Alabama, it's pronounced Jordan Hare. See, now, no, I'm not from Montgomery, Alabama. Right. Everyone speaks normally outside of that town, so it's pronounced Jordan Hare. <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody outside of that town has a full set of teeth. But, yeah, I went to that game. They ended up winning 26 to 14, won the SEC West. Didn't matter, though, because Bama ended up winning the national championship that year and bypassing the SEC championship. Won't get into that part, but it was an awesome game. Fans were into it at the entire way. Stadium was literally shaking when Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball in, on fourth down sometime in the fourth quarter. Amazing atmosphere. Couldn't beat it. I don't think I could ever go to another sporting event that had that same type of atmosphere. I want to hear yours, Dylan. Make it Favorite electric. sporting event ever? No, most exciting sports experience. Did you read that line that I sent you? No. I, I just go sporting event because I'm going sporting events, <laughs> no, so it just makes sense for us to do sporting events. So just do sporting events. You've been I don't know. some cool stuff, though. There's a even... couple. I've been to a lot of cool stuff. I mean, the Iron Bowl this past year was a great one. The World Series is a great one. I went to the NBA Finals when LeBron was on the Cavs and KD was on the Warriors. Really? Mm-hmm. I, went in Cle- I went when they played in Cleveland. That's dope. I've been to... But what's the most exciting experience you've had? That's what I'm trying to think because I've they're exciting versus the best game is hard to find. I mean that's fair. The the most exciting thing I've been to, sporting event I've been to, is for sure Packers games mm-hmm. because it's freezing cold, everybody's pissed drunk all the time. Love it. It's it's an experience I really can't explain without you being there but if you want to go to like the best game i've ever been to then i would have to say either the iron bowl or like the world series like stuff like that is kind of like like the world series is a bucket list item at least it was for me yeah i'm sure the iron bowl is a little bit easier to manage considering i'm a student at one of the schools but that alone was probably the best game the best experience is for sure lambeau field Mm -hmm. and green bay yeah okay was there a certain game at Lambeau you'd have to say, or just going to any of them? During so the I've been to two games at Lambeau. I've been to a game. I've been to Packers Cowboys in Dallas, Packers Falcons a couple of times in Atlanta, and then the first one went to Lambeau. The high was four degrees oh. Fahrenheit. Couldn't be me. And they were playing the Bears on, I think it was the day after Christmas. Maybe like it was like December twenty sixth, and that time of year in Wisconsin, the sun sets. At like three o'clock, mm. so by the time they kicked off, it was dark, right? And it's cold as a mother, and everybody's losing their minds. You got to drink your beer fast enough because it'll freeze unless you know you drink it quickly. That was a great entryway into Lambeau Field, mm-hmm. but this past year I went on Christmas Day, Packers Browns, and that was easily the best atmosphere I've ever been a part of. It was so loud, it was so cold. I had a gazillion and one fireball shooters in my system. We had tickets like six or seven rows up from the end zone. I mean, it was perfect. You really like couldn't have written a better script for the way that the game went out, or the game unfolded, I should say. But I would say between those two games, the Packers-Falcons are cool, but it's inside, so it's not... Different. Yeah, same with the Cowboys. So it's cool going to different stadiums, but nothing beats sitting outside and facing the elements, especially in Wisconsin in December. Well, thank you for sharing. That's definitely on my bucket list is to visit Green Bay, Wisconsin for a football game. Jay, I want to hear yours next. I've been blessed to go to some very, very cool events in my life. The Rose Bowl in 2017. That's a great one. The whole experience with it is unbelievable. You know, it's an entire day. You tailgate out there. It's 70 degrees, zero clouds in the sky. The stadium's amazing. It's a truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, that I think everybody has to do. Wait, 2017, was that Georgia versus... Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, okay, okay. So going in the 2017 season, 2018. That was an amazing game. It was, it was unbelievable. Ridiculous game, dude. Unbelievable. And I Talk remember we were at halftime, and you could just... 
it, it looked like every Georgia fan's dog had just gotten shot. You're down like 31 to we 17 down, at half, right? We were down 31 to 17, and Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb said, nah, we're good. They said they got that dog in them. And just an absolute battle. Lorenzo Carter jumping the pile and blocking that field goal. One of the most electric things I've ever seen. But it can't quite get there with Georgia winning the national championship that I was at this past season. Mm. Been a dog my entire life. Love Georgia. And going there with my brother, my dad, my cousin, and just watching Keely Ringo run directly back towards us. Uh, we got to watch all of those three scores in the fourth quarter by Georgia. Oh. The A.D. Mitchell touchdown catch, the Brock Bowers touchdown the pick six, all of them were coming directly at us. You can't beat that we as were, a fan. We were 10 rows up right in the dead center of the end zone. It was amazing. Uh, we got to – we were on TV, actually, a decent bit in the background because, obviously, you're right there. In the all action, of those basically. touchdowns were being scored in front of us. So, a lot better than the 2017 national championship that I went to. Ooh. That one was painful. You don't have to talk about that one. We I'd rather not. Happen. We I'd all know not. what happened. Coincidentally, that one also happened about 10 rows in front of me. <laughs> you were in the end zone for that one, I too? I was in that same end zone. Dang, yep. for second and 26, that's pretty – you go on after watching that right that close to the game. I felt like somebody had ripped my heart out and stomped on it. Well, they redeemed it, though, last year. I'm Auburn fan we growing did. up my entire life, so hard to watch you guys win, but at least you got to beat Bama. Andrew, what you got? Mine was, I was very blessed to have this experience. My father decided to surprise me with plane tickets to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Pittsburgh was just just gone to the Stanley Cup Finals against the Nashville Predators in 2017, so we went to game one, and we were really high up because it was the best seats we could get for the price, and Pittsburgh played absolutely abysmal, but somehow found a way to win, and it's something I'll never forget for the rest of my life, and just blessed to have that experience to go see a Stanley Cup Finals game. That's awesome, dude. I'm that Stanley Cup, so we've got people. Uh, Dylan went to World Series. Jay got to go to a na- two national championships and a college football playoff game. Didn't you go? To, you went to some Alabama college football game playoff games too, right? You said. I have. I went to the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl that was in Dallas because of COVID. I went to Bama, Clemson, and New Orleans. That was actually before. Literally, like, hours before the mm-hmm. Georgia-Oklahoma game. I remember watching that from a bar, watching that game, and at the time I was thinking to myself, I was like, I don't I don't know who's going to win this game. But I wanted it to keep going. I was like, if they could go to 75 overtimes, I'm totally cool with it. Right. And then when the game ended, I was like, oh, that might be the greatest game. If you take – if both teams didn't have a logo on, that actually might be the greatest sporting event game-wise ever. Yeah. Especially considering it was in the Rose Bowl Stadium. I went to the national championship against Ohio State. That wasn't – I mean, that was cool, don't get me wrong, but it was a blowout, plus COVID still had an effect on it. So Everybody it, knew Bama was going to win that game. It was cool to be at, but it just wasn't the same. It was basically the same as being at a really big high school football game. Yeah, what games, I know that sounds bad, but it just – it wasn't like a, a big national championship vibe, but – to me, watching it, it felt like, like a glorified spring game almost. It really did. And, and I mean, I, I didn't really spend a lot of money on a ticket. I, I got a student ticket, so oh, I good. had a pretty good setup. But at the same time, when I got back from the trip, I thought to myself, I really don't think I would have been super upset if I just stayed behind in Tuscaloosa for that one. But eh, Well, you still got the Still, I can it. at least say I was there. So. See them host the trophy, yeah. trophy in person and everything like that's cool. I did have one more to add. I actually was at... So I was a student at Georgia Southern, as you guys know, 2018, my freshman year. They played a ranked App State in Paulson Stadium. We beat them. I think we kicked their ass. It was like 43 to 19 or something like that. They came in. I think the only loss that year was to Penn State. They're talking mad trash the entire game coming up to or going into the game, but. They came into our house, we kicked their ass, and I got to rush the field after the game, which is pretty cool. So, that was definitely up there. Probably one of my top three sports experiences. I've unfortunately not been able to go to, like, any championship games or really anything other than, like, good rivalry games. But definitely looking forward to possibly doing some World Series games if the Braves start getting into it. But, that being said, boys, we are going to be starting to conclude this episode is there any last thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Thank you, Cam, for taking over Sean's producer, 
hosting. Hosting. Job. Did a great, great job today. Thank you. You can't take the heat. Get out the kitchen. <laughs> Is that that's from Step Brothers, right? It's, uh, it's from me. Uh, we just become you, best yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, me. anyways, guys, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Told me. <laughs> All right. I, I couldn't go. Know. I couldn't go a whole episode without playing that I one. Have, I have to ask. I don't even know who is saying half these things. Like I know that we don't know sound, that is either. I know they're sound bits, but I, I know if you can't take the heat out of the kitchen is me. But all the other ones, I have no idea who's what saying. Wait, the wrong dude. Way. <laughs> what did that one just say? You were doing the wrong way. Do we know? Uh, that can't be us. We don't know who that is. Right? That, that's from other shows, isn't it? Like Chuck and Chernoff. I couldn't tell you. No, it's not. Okay. I got, are they not labeled or I anything? I think it's one of six threes shows. I got a ton of sounds back here. Anyhow, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, see you guys. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.